You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology, the show that takes you to the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guide will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And friends, I am reporting live from New York City at the Click Z Live New York Conference, formerly known as, as Searching and Strategies. Um, Dave, I really don't have a lot of um, news besides what's happening here at Click Z. Uh, where do we want to go with this today? We'll get into, uh, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, you know, I got a whack of questions for you on Click Z and what's going on in Europe, one of my favorite shows um, of the year. But there is, uh, there is some news that we can, uh, we can chat about here. I mean, we, you know, April Fool's was fun. So, uh, you know, I think uh, maybe most of us know, except for the fine, uh, our fine friends who are probably with you and, and probably have other things uh, going on. So we won't get too far into the uh, got to catch them all. Uh, Google Nintendo deal that resulted on April first with Pokemon scattering the planet, um, which was I, uh, I completely missed that. Yes, well, I, I I can completely understand why that might have you know uh, skipped uh, you know gone off the radar with uh, you know real SEO news on. Uh, I will say uh, I caught four, <laughs> um, and and I it was actually on the thirty first that I caught them because they launched it on uh, Japan time. <laughs> so, got it a little bit early. Woohoo, gave me a little extra time to, to try and catch them all. But I uh, didn't get anywhere close because I had uh, other things to do. Um, now, something else uh, that's happened, um, and this is of, of, I think, pretty significant interest. It'll be of interest to you, to me. Um, just happened, uh, I believe it was yesterday. I found out about this today. Um, Google uh, Inc. shares, um, they've split, they've debuted on the market, and there's a new, uh, a new uh, class of shares um, over at Google going on. Um, so what they did is they did, and I think this is pretty brilliant, and the NASDAQ guy was kind of like, well, they have the right to do it. We don't love, uh, love to see this. Um, but they, they split their, uh, their common shares, their A shares, which each have one vote. Um, they split those in half. 
making it, I guess, uh, more affordable, but also allowed them to create a new class of shares called C-class, which don't have any vote at all. Um, and then they, of course, hold B-class, each of which has 10 votes, <laughs> so enabling them to maintain control. Uh, what the move lets them do uh, is effectively give shares as compensation to employees, etc., without diluting their uh, voting rights. Currently, the two of them with their Class B shares control percent of the vote. They can now give away shares to their employees without uh, without diluting their own voting power. And that's why um, these two are geniuses <laughs> and own most of the free world. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty uh, it's it's a bright move. I get why they did it. Um, you know, you don't want to dilute. They're sitting on, um, you know, a, a pretty solid amount. I didn't know this before uh, Before this news crack. I was reading up on it. Their class B don't trade. So this is just what they have. The only way they can dilute is by adding more shares in. Um, so, so this is actually a pretty smart move. What, is, what does this mean for a general Google shareholder then? The stock is split. Are they have quite many shares now? Um, yeah, that's what happens. Stock splits, and you get two, uh, two for every one, and it goes down, you know, roughly the price halves, um, and then it goes into, you know, the regular market, allowing, you know, what I would consider to be, you know, people like me, normal people, um, a more affordable um, access to shares now that they're only trading at about six hundred bucks. Well, let's let's remember these shares opened. What was it? it had to be about eight, maybe nine years ago at seventy-eight dollars a share. Now they've gotten to the point where, um, again, I guess to keep the classes of shares straight. Oh, I think we lost our uh, our friend Jim there. I think we did as well. Oh. I'm going to blame I'm going to blame it for our listeners who don't know. I'm blaming Go here on this. One. Oh, Jim, you're back. Don't try to blame <laughs> it on me, Dave. I didn't even know that you lost me. Listeners, I got to apologize. I'm on hotel Wi-Fi. So I'm going to be coming in and out of the show. <laughs> um, well, I do have a fairly steady connection. Um, there was big news from uh, from Clip City, from an Incisive Media. Okay, tell me. Um, do me a favor, reply really quickly, so I know that I'm still here. Eh? Um, <laughs> hey, this was not an April Fool's joke, although um, many of us could be excused if we thought it was when we first heard. On Tuesday, April the 1st, five minutes before he was supposed to introduce Randy, Randy Zuckerberg to do the keynote address, Mike Rehan resigned as chair of Quixi. Well, it wasn't that dramatic. At least, um, <laughs> um, the impact itself could be quite dramatic. We don't know exactly what's, um, what the repercussions of that are going to be, or who, if who or if somebody's going to replace Mike. We do know that the Clipsy Live series is um, is safe. It's going to continue and then and probably expand as time goes on. Um, but Mike Rehan is no longer on the show. That was seismic news. Well, that that is fairly big news. Um, I have to wonder, all I could think of when you mentioned that, and of course uh, for for you know, sort of veterans in the industry, you'll know it wasn't always called Click Z. Um, until, in fact, I think this is the first time in New York. It's, it's been called oh, this Click is Z. the first Click Z. This is the inaugural Click Z Live. Um, and, and you know what this is reminding me of? And, and my, our, our listeners um, from north of the 49th, 
uh, will will remember as uh, our Prime Minister Jean Chrétien left, and it's kind of reminding me of this. Um, a bit of a you know a case of hey, we're going to re- switch, we're going to rebrand. I'm out of here. Uh, reminds me a lot of that. I'm legalizing gay marriage. I'm decriminalizing marijuana. Now it's all yours. <laughs> as he walked out the door, it's interesting to see why this sudden switch as he's exiting. What uh, one has to wonder what caused hey, we all need to rebrand, and then as soon as the first rebrand happens, um, you know, a a switch. So as it happens, last night, um, I caught up with Mike Rehan, and uh, sadly we had a few drinks, and we were talking, and um, I'll tell you how the conversation went. I can't tell you if this is entirely accurate, but I can tell you what went down in the conversation. So I I see Mike at... at, at, um, at a, at a pub outside of the conference. First thing I asked was, are you okay? Like, is this going to hurt you professionally or financially? He's fine. Next I asked, was this your hand or somebody else's? He said it was his hand that made the decision. So he resigned and not fired. Um, and uh, the next question was, okay, so... Well, here's something else towards. So. I know. I'm waiting with bated breath to find bated. out what that next question was. <laughs> now, here for our for our listener, you know, because because uh, Jim rudely cut us off, so people don't know. Um, I this is I'm going to explain why I blame Brasco for this. You guys just moved, so this must be your fault, right, Brasco? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we'll oh, move. Welcome back. Oh, okay. The second question was, whose decision was this? Was this your hand, or was this somebody else's hand? Mike made the decision himself. Still there? Yes, we are. Oh, good. Excellent. Wow. Okay, so Mike made the decision himself. He resigned. Um, So my my last question to him was, so why did this happen? The rebrand to Click City took months. It was an enormous effort. Um, It's completed. He feels his work is completed. Now it's time to move on. Now, of course... We, I, I, I told you earlier how he did it five minutes before he was supposed to. There's a lot of uh, questions out there still, right? Yeah. We lost you again, Jim. Please go ahead and continue. Okay, if, if I can jump in. Um, I think maybe a, a few minutes early, Brasco, if this is all right with you. Yeah. Um, okay. I know it's getting a little staticky to me, so let's jump to a quick commercial break, give Jim a chance to run outside, get himself to a better, uh, slightly better connection, because uh, anybody who's been to a conference knows when you put, uh, you know, four digits of SEOs all in one room, the Wi-Fi can get a little sketchy. It is New York as uh, well. I mean, it's, there's a lot of people so, um, so we'll be right back after this couple minutes of uh, a commercial break while Jim gets to a better connection. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined by Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and uh, and Brasco. Of course, uh, sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, 
Let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what annual labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? We need to call an exterminator. No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons, and even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I signed us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Your mission, initiate internet marketing measures. Your arsenal, the weapons of mass marketing. Weapons of mass marketing. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Jim Hedger is always me, Dave Davies. It is Thursday, March or April the 3rd, 2014, and we apologize for the technical difficulties. I've been trying to do the show off of the Wi-Fi connection at a conference hotel. That was my own stupid move, so all apologies, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Even our new studios in Boca Raton couldn't save Wi-Fi, but we're back. The show's being done by phone, and uh, where were we? We're going to chop off. You were still um, finishing up the conversation with Greenham. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, so again, Mike was on his position uh, five minutes before he was supposed to introduce the keynote speaker. I spoke with him personally. He said it was his decision, and um, he got to finish his, his goals. He accomplished everything he wanted to accomplish with his branding. But, of course, that story gets blocked by the fact that he did it, but it was done the way it was done. So there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of yet, and I'm not, you know, interested in speculating. The important things to know is that the Click the Live conference series is secure. It's going to continue and grow. They may be bringing, here's a good rumor, the Search Engine Strategies brand may be coming back as a series of news shows in smaller regional centers, uh, say like Atlanta or Boston. So where, if, if, if you get to predict, or not, you know, you go to, uh, to more, you know, not that I can think, hey, I'm hard done by going to shows, but I know you go to more of them. What do you think, you know, I know there's, it's all speculation at this point, 
Um, will they try and replace them? Will there be a direction change? Um, is there the rebranding, which you mentioned, has been on the table for a while? I know it took a while. Um, is this going to sort of spark a, a broadening or a contraction of, of what the show is covering? Is this a, a sign of things changing dramatically? Those are all really good questions. Um, our industry is one that is always punctuated by great change. So Mike moving on in his career isn't necessarily a death now. It isn't necessarily a mark of weakness of the shows and conference or in social media. It's just change, as change happens in the industry. Um, there are still some extraordinary people working on the on the conference series. Uh, Laura Roth is an example. She's been working on, on the conferences um, for almost a decade, I think, uh, for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's in charge of programming, and she's, she's the one who gets the quality content and the quality speakers. And you know what? She's still in place. Um, the uh, continuity, the logistics people, they're still in place. So it's not a massive phenomenal like, um, like uh, incisive media is threatened kind of change, but Mike Rehan was a legendary figure in the industry, is a legendary figure in the industry, and you know, to see him make such a sudden move makes everyone who relies on these conferences a little bit nervous. It's funny you're right that that. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm just saying, what do we see happening in the future? Um, it's very hard to say. Um, Incisive is a really large corporation with holdings that you know go go beyond um, Click the Live, uh, beyond Search and Strategies, beyond Search and Watch. Although this is a highly profitable division of theirs. Um, but you know how it is. It's a Insightful media is a large piece with several other concerns. Um, it's very hard to predict what that animal will do. Indeed, and it's interesting. You bring up an interesting point, something for uh, for us and for our listeners to uh, to remember as well. Um, it does seem like a like a sudden thing, right? And I'm I'm a little shocked and, and surprised by it. To me, I even asked the question. You know, is this like it's happening right after the rebranding? What's going on? Um, realistically, this has probably been in the works for ages, in the planning for ages. We're probably not the first to know. There were probably internal people who knew this was coming. I'm sure he's not the type to, like, drop it. Didn't pull a Marissa Meyer and send it out on Twitter. <laughs> well, actually, no. No? No. The internal people would have shocked everybody. Nobody stopped coming. Wow. And again, that's what makes, you know, you know me, right? When something like that happens, I've got to start asking a lot of questions. They've got to get me curious, right? You know, like that. And, uh, yeah, there was a surprise to everybody. People were shocked. But I've got to tell you, the strength of their organization, the show carried on just fine, and unless you were in the know, you wouldn't have known. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's true, and it has. Let's let's remember. I know you'll you know we all remember harkening back to the day. Um, you know, it wasn't always run by the group running it now. Um, you know, Danny Sullivan was over there, and so like it was a completely different thing. It's dealt with major change, um, and 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 remained a very very solid property. It's going to be a really really interesting story to follow now. Something you mentioned inadvertently right at the beginning is this was this occurred five minutes before the keynote. How was the keynote? 
The truth is, I was in New York. I was flying into New York when the keynote was on, so I don't know, but it was quite well received. <laughs> but I was like, I can't tell you what Mandy said, because I was in the air and she was speaking. Ah, and hopefully, I know you don't have the best of luck with air pressure on planes. I hope that went better this time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's a very short flight from Toronto to, uh, to New York, and a very short flight back. And I'm um, actually, as soon as the show is done, I'm on my way to the airport because, man, I'm exhausted. I just want to go home. Fair enough. I know these, these shows can be, can be incredibly tiring. So, Speaking of it, and, and I've got a wax of questions, but let, let's go to um, the sort of uh, headline. Let, let's go to the, the biggest thing. What was, in, in your, from the ground, what are people talking about there right now? What are the hot, uh, hot button topics? Um, you know, maybe they're covered, but more importantly, they're, they're being discussed by just the attendees and the SEOs when they're not standing in front of people. Um, you know, and for those who, who haven't been to conferences, one of the, the, the greatest things is the conversations you have outside. One of the, to me anyway, one of the problems can be a lot of the subjects are decided months ahead of time, usually two or three. It's a very timely industry, and the, the presentations will be done, you know, sometimes right before. You know what I'm talking about, Jim. Um, <laughs> okay, I won't claim to be innocent on that one, you know, prepping the night before. Um, but sometimes new topics are discussed that are only discussed among the attendees because there wasn't a session geared for them. And, and what are the big topics being discussed right now? Well, luckily, there was a session for the big topic. In fact, there are two sessions which we're running today. Um, I'm operating a session on them, building this morning, with uh, Eric Enga and Chuck Price. Eric Enga from Stonetown, who's talking to Chuck Price from Measurable SEO. You're um, right, Oh, yeah, both, both, both of them. Great, that was a great session. The Ryan Jones is doing a session in a couple of hours. Uh, Ryan Jones from Sapiens is doing a session in a couple of hours on link acquisition. Given what happens to Anne Smarty and my guest blog, I'm sorry, my blog guest, um, two weeks ago, and uh, what's happened to others in the industry, just, you know, through association, you know, some weird link association, We've been talking about links. We've been talking about Google and links and um, the, uh, the phenomena of taking a sledgehammer to go after a fly. Um, <laughs> people want to know, you know, here's the thing. There's nothing to be settled on what's right and what's wrong. Um, I've heard, I'm not going to say contradictory advice, but um, I've heard Speakers who know their topics, who've been link building for, for years. This is this is their world. This is what they do. I've heard different speakers give different advice. So what that tells me is that side of the industry doesn't know where the ground is right now. What is illegally? What is the link that might get you in trouble? Um, moreover, what is the uh, long-term chain effect of Google going after? You know, you know Google works with links and inflation, and one A leads to B, leads to C, leads to D, leads to E, F, and G. When, when, when Google's like reading two sites. Yep. So site A gets penalized. There's a problem with the link in site A. Could have been a link that was made two years ago, five years ago. That site links to several other sites that also get burned by association. And so that's been a great concern. 
for 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 the SEOs that are at 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 Clicky. I can see why. Obviously, it's a huge concern, and we've been talking about it. The truth is, we have no answers. You know what? You bring up, a, a, and that is a fantastic discussion, um, and it brings up a really interesting point um, of, and, and to exactly what you're chatting about, it seems to me the, the issue is, if I have a good site, but I've engaged in some lackluster link strategies, but I happen to link out to other good resources, will those resources now suffer because I happen to use lackluster resources? Even if I had good content and everything, if I had spammed on links, uh, you know, will they get penalized and they couldn't have known ahead of time that was the case? I mean, if you really dug, but I don't know. I don't, you know, if a, if a great-looking site came to you and they have great content, you know, if Huffington Post said, Jim, we'd like to interview you for, uh, for Huffington Post, would you go, wait, need to fully analyze hundreds of thousands or millions of backlinks first? <laughs> No, no, you wouldn't. Um, so you're, you're right. That's that's a really interesting discussion, and I'll probably ask you about it next week, as uh, you know, after uh, you've had well, a chat in the next session. I, I can tell you straight up, we have seen evidence of websites that have done nothing wrong. Listen, folks, mom and stores, folks who can't afford this kind of hassle. We've seen uh, we've seen a couple of those sites getting trashed by association. They're suddenly out of the index. Any uh, webmaster tools notices, um, notice of either an algorithmic or a manual penalty. And again, my problem isn't with Google enforcing tools. I, you know, it's Google's rules. I can I can I, I can deal with that. My problem is the innocent people get hurt because Google changed its rules so set, uh, rather suddenly. And then, I, 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 as the object used earlier, started using a sledgehammer to go after a fly on the wall. Mm. And those, again, those are, I, I think I said this last week when we had Ann on the show, too. I know folks from Google are listening to this show. I know they're listening right now. Innocent people got hurt, and it's not cool, guys. You can see the weapons in tech. <laughs> you know, figure this out and don't hurt people. You know, we have to, and, and maybe it's time, and, and it's just, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I don't often come to the defense of Google. <laughs> not, not often. Um, but maybe it is also time that we as SEOs um, need to take a look at our own industry and go, did Google hurt them, or did we, because we made Google do that? I mean, which is a key created the environment. So... There's most certainly not, there's most certainly an argument there. Um, given, you, you know what happened, you give, give an SEO an inch and it'll receive a mile, of course. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's our job, right? We got, we got to try to take every legal, or every, for want of a better word, every legal advantage we can for our clients. So, right. but let's remember who made links a commodity in the first place. Right. Um, Google made links an absolute requirement for ranking. That's how their that's how their search engine works in by link relation. Um, it became a commodity, and that was like ten years ago. So it has taken Google ten years to try to clean up a mess that I maintain they created themselves. Right. Um, but yes, we exploited that mess. There's no question about that. Yes, the community. And certain segments of the SEO community that were doing crap, dodgy link building, and that was to them that was SEO. Yeah, we were in our own party in a lot of ways too, and I, 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 I didn't argue against that. 
But again, the the Monpa sellers, the innocent um, small businesses. When you gotta call guys like us to come and clean up a problem that you didn't even make for yourself, that could be your kids' college money, that could be your mortgage payments. Yeah. You know? Not all of us are making like sixty four or not all of us make six point four billion a quarter. <laughs> so you know, my, my mortgage payment is my mortgage payment is pocket change. To very uncertain. Right. Oh, my mother's paying is like pocket change to uh to that cut. But like it's very real to me. Well, and then that may yield the question. And and we had a, an interesting chat. I don't know. It might have been year, maybe like two years ago at this point. Um, and I don't know if you remember when we had the, the sort of open session. We were discussing sort of the ethics of reporting your. Uh, reporting competitors who are violating, reporting other SEOs who are violating. Remember the outcry when Google was saying, hey, and in your uh, re-inclusion request or reconsideration, sorry, I'm apparently going back five years when I was at re-inclusion <laughs> re request, um, when you're filing your, um, your reconsideration, you know, hey, include the SEO if you know they were. And the outcry from us, um, when in reality, would it not be in, in uh, an argument that, hey, maybe it is our responsibility. If we want to protect these mom and pops, um, if we want to make sure that this it doesn't happen again, is it not maybe part of our job? And I don't know the answer to this. I guess everybody's ethics will be different on this question. Um, but it is not be part of our job to just go ahead and do this reporting. Are they going to build the sophisticated systems? Are they going to do what they're doing um, with, the, with the big, you know, killing the fly with a sledgehammer um, if in reality, you know, we're, we're all just doing their job for them? <laughs> Would they not be a little more toned down? Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, but uh, but there is a, you know that's that segment of the answer. Well, that's a tough one to answer, especially given the uh, the position that we find ourselves in now is that damage is done. Yeah, this has happened. Uh, people have lost rank, but you know, for what it's worth, every time one person loses rank, somebody else gains rank, right? So people have benefited from this as well as people getting hurt. Um, but it's done. There's not a lot we can do now except people who were using dodging practices, they have to get out of the game or adapt and change immediately. I do think that, how to say this, I don't like the idea of SEOs doing Google's job for them and, you know, ratting out on others. One person's dodging technique is another person's salvation. However, <laughs> however, we do need to be a lot more professional in the way we conduct our business. We need to take a lot more consideration of those small businesses I was talking about. Those people who work really hard to give us money to provide them services. We as an industry have to be a lot more professional. Yeah. And yes, maybe we do have to drive people out of the industry. I just don't know how to do that. You know, I, I don't know what the right way to do that is. If we set up a system where you can rat out an SEO to Google, like that's kind of like negative SEO on the phone. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, who, who's going to rat out whom? And, and will it be a legitimate complaint? Or will it be right. some question their competitor out? Well, and where is that line? Right? I mean, I remember, and, and I opposed it at the time and, and still do, 
Um, and you remember, I, I won't name them by name because I otherwise like them quite a bit, but organizations trying to band together to sort of create that hard line and decide who's a white hat and who's a black hat. Um, you know, yeah. and there is this this margin of, of gray in the middle where it's like, well, technically that's not right, but functionally I get, you know, where you can sort of, you can see why something would be done even if technically it might be wrong. Um, you know, where you can go, yeah, I'll, I'll forgive you, right? You're, you're kind of using cloaking, but I get why you're doing it, and all the information is kind of there, but it's just not there the way you're presenting it. <laughs> you have so many, so many gray lines going on there. You know, I like to avoid the like, plague, but do I report that? I probably wouldn't if I saw that they, they were falling under, hey, word for link building and on-site intent. I don't change gray lines as long as those lines are static and I know where they are. Now, I, 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 we're in a dynamic industry, one that by nature has to change frequently. Yeah. Um, but still, a few months ago, uh, and certainly before January 20th, guest blogging was a legitimate way to um, push your content out to another, to a, a lawyer audience, a different audience, and to get some value back from us. Either uh, to the link or, you know, or, yeah, they're going to the link. Um, every time Dave, you guest blog once a week. Every time you write an article for search engine watch, that's essentially guest blogging, although search engine watch has a level of authority that, you know, it is, it is a trusted source. And perhaps that's where, that's where the line is in Google Rise. If, um, you know, if your content is constantly being found on, like, you know, Thin content or crap content sites. Not not yours personally, but knowing that there's some kind right, of no, I don't you mean. thin or, or crappy content sites. Well, that's spammy. Perhaps the quality of the site, the authority of their site, the use of authorship. Perhaps that's these are some of the tests that that we need to meet to be able to push our information onto somebody else's blog, onto somebody else's website. Um, to other news aggregates, you know? Um, but again, I bet this is just me speculating. I don't know where the ground is right now when it comes to, when it comes to link uh, building and acquisition. It uh, is from, from a guest blogging perspective. It is a really interesting one. And fortunately, you know, I, I mean, I have that question answered. You know, we all do because we all deal with content. And I, I looked and went, hey, if, if Google didn't exist, well, if Google didn't exist, I wouldn't have a job, but assuming that it didn't have any link weight whatsoever, would I keep writing for Search Engine Watch? Oh, heck yes. And if you saw my traffic stats, you'd know why. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> indeed. Uh, you know, so that I would keep. You know, I had a chance to write for Meet Advisors. Would I? Sure, they're, you know, associated with some great um, other websites. So would I? Sure, I'll do it. Just get my authorship tied together when they ask me to. <laughs> sure. Um, so if they happen to have that search engine value, I think it's one of those wonderful scenarios. So if you're doing that, then Google can't help but actually give you credit for it. <laughs> they have to count those ones as links because those are the ones you're doing for traffic. Um, you know, so I think. But it's going to be interesting. I guess we can uh, we can chat more about that. Um, next week, because you've got uh, you got another session. I know I'm 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 always interested in links intent um, and what uh, what the community as a whole is is feeling on them. In case you couldn't tell, I, I love links um, and and chatting about them. 
But what else is what else is going on there? I mean, there's more going on in the world, but what else is going on in the world of Click Z? Oh, that's a very that's a, you know what? I don't really have much more from here. Um, what else going in the world of Click Z? The trade show floor was smaller than I've ever seen it before. It was very scary. Uh, well, yeah, and you know, if anyone who's been involved in organizing or um, attending conferences knows you live and die. The conference itself lives and dies on the on the strength of the trade show. Yeah, um, that's that's what that's what that is for me. And this one was a very small trade show. That's uh, I remember back before two thousand and eight when we were at a different venue, the Midtown Hilton. The New York show had three floors of trade show. It was packed floor to floor to floor. Now I think there might have been 15 booths. Um, that's, I think, a function of the economy and the fact that the major search engines, Google, Bing, and you know, Yahoo, Google and Bing are here, but they've got, you know, Google's got its walled off section, <laughs> sort of separated itself from the rest of the conference, holding its own sort of conference to learn Google sessions. Bing has a uh, 10 by 10, a small booth, and Yahoo doesn't exist yet. Wow. So that, that money used to, the money that they used to spend on large booths um, allowed the organizers to offer breaks to other companies, thus, you know, uh, spilling up the trade show floor. That money's not in the, not in the system anymore. We don't, we don't have it. It's not going to be in the conferences anymore. So everybody else has to pay a little bit more, which, you know, forces those companies to make a decision to come or not to come. You know, I don't want to decide not to come. Right. That's worrisome. Well, that, that's actually quite worrisome because, of course, that is how these conferences survive. Yeah, sponsorships, booths, um, you know, selling opportunities, selling other marketing opportunities to us. Uh, you know, companies who want to come to markets to internet marketers. Yeah. Um, that may be a change that we see to the positive in the excessive organization. Um, there may be some more focus on trying to expand the, the trade show and expand sponsorships. I would like to see that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, let's... Let's come back to to Clicky. I've got a few other uh, few other things I want to I want to chat with you because I haven't had a chance in oh, about seven days to chat with you. But before we get a break, uh, Brasco, you promised us a few minutes. I was blaming you earlier for the technical problems. Uh, obviously, that was tongue in cheek, because you're uh, one of the most capable engineers I I've ever met. But um, why why would I have blamed you? And what's going on over at uh, Webmaster Radio right now? So over the weekend, we had to go ahead and relocate studios to a new facility. We're still. Uh, part of the same group. We're just around a bunch of young, upright, young startup companies around here. We moved literally like, what, about five minutes north of here. We were in Central Boca before on the campus of FAU. We're now, we're actually now across the street from where IBM uh, had their offices here. So I, I'm, I'm guessing that there might be some, some decent internet connectivity there. Oh, <laughs> Actually, you know who uses uh, you know who uses this internet connectivity here? Who? IBM and Amazon. Huh. So, on the same so, so there may be some redundancy as well built into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's been hearing, I don't know if they can hear the difference, but yeah, the 
studios are set up pretty well here. We got a lot of space here, and you know, if you guys ever decide to go and like make a trip, hey, it gets a little chilly up there this time of year. Still, you know, <laughs> so it's not summertime yet. You might have that winter, you know, that uh, cabin fever still going on. You guys want to make a trip to Boca? Hey, Brasco, <clears throat> you sound so lonely. Oh my goodness, um, I, I, I thought you should got engaged. We got a, we got a lot of space down here. You know, Jim, if you wanted to have so much space down there, I can give you a cot. We could put you over here and you can sleep here the night. <laughs> well, I mean, that's another. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's another thing right. I want to see at the uh, at the Fritz uh, Live conference from now on. I want cots in the speaker's room. That would be that would be such a cool thing if somebody was to put a bed in there for me. Actually, I could put a futon in here. I have so much space. You know, I am going to bet that we would have super high listenership if all we let people know is. All night, uh, we're going to leave Jim Hedger alone in the booth for Webmaster Radio. Hell, let's put a bottle of scotch in there and just just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I'll sign up. <laughs> no, but seriously, like uh, we have a couple of companies that are doing some stuff down here that's great. Like, uh, uh, shout out the companies real quick: Silver Logic and Stats and Tech. They're doing a thing now in the back of this building where. They're building murals to kind of create this virtual Main Street kind of look. Some 3D imaging, some 3D like on the uh, on the actual the painting of the, of the of the studios. We're putting back up on our on our light once again. We're doing a lot of stuff here. That's going to be uh, it'll be a really fun atmosphere down here. Beer Fridays they're planning to do down here. They're planning to do like a whole bunch of different events. So I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yeah, in that case, I think we should move our show time to Friday if we have beer Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're starting to Thursday, 2 o'clock Eastern, uh, 11, a, 11 a.m. Pacific. And uh, what, what, what time do we have on the clock right now? Uh, we have yeah, about 11.43, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say it's probably time to take our second commercial break. Oh, yes. Probably, yeah. Probably. Okay, well, on, on the average <laughs> On behalf of Dave Davis, and will be talking to you. You can also be listening to on FM and any fine podcast distribution service out there. We're coming back with more after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Bring in unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. 
Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. This is Rainmaker. That's my girl. Get her to bed on Friday night. She doesn't get out till Sunday. Yeah, baby. I can see so many things right now. I see a promo coming. Good, yes. This is Rainmaker. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Deeds. Welcome back. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Here at the Mastery, you know, I'm Jim Hedges, always with you. Join me, Dave, Dave, from Dean Sock SEO. We are rounding out our live from New York's coverage of ClickZ Live New York 2014. Um, Dave, do you have any more questions about the show? Where are we going? Uh, well, something I'm, I'm, I have to just make note of here, and it's probably something you wouldn't know happened, just happened yesterday. Um, Microsoft, but interesting news, you might hear about it later today, Microsoft uh, is making a version of Windows for uh, devices with screens under 9 inches in diameter free, going toe-to-toe with, wow, with Android. Yeah, that's dramatic. <laughs> so, it's the first time I've ever seen that from Microsoft. First time I think Microsoft's ever done that and put out a, a free operating system. Um, it's, uh, it, it is big news. I think it spells, obviously, huge things heading into the future. And we're also seeing, uh, at the same time, um, you know, the, the licensing models for Office and things like that moving to a, a subscription base along with our fine friends at Adobe. Uh, really not a fan of it, but either way. There we are. Um, so, um, yeah, really, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that those guys at Microsoft wouldn't want to miss that mobile thing. You know, it might just be a fad, right? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny, and it is. Uh, it does seem to be the Microsoft way. Like I was, I was glad to see this. Uh, until now, they were charging uh, device manufacturers like phones up ten bucks, right? So every device for Microsoft is going to be more expensive. So I get why they were doing it. But this is reminding me uh, a little bit, and they're losing to the same person again, um, a little bit of the battle over search dominance, right? I mean, you know, Bill Gates back then going, ah, search, it's not going to be this huge thing. By the time they got on board, the battle was lost. And now they're doing it again and going, hey, we're going to make devices. Uh, You know, now that everybody's comfortable with their iPhone or Android phone, uh, we're going to make them free and, and be competitive. Had they done this out of the gates, you know, clearly people would have gone, hey, well, I'm using a Microsoft, you know, I'm using Office here. The phones are, you know, the same price and, and everything, you know, transitioning well. Um, they could have, I think, been a, a little more on par with Android in fighting for market share. Um, but they uh, they just didn't do it. Of course, developers didn't flock to it as much, but... 
Yeah, it's a hell of a fight they have in front of them now. Um, Android is so established in the market. And now, I mean, you know, you're, not, you're not just fighting with Google. You're also fighting with Apple. Apple, Apple still has a hell of a share of the market. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's. I, I think it's it's a it's a great move by Microsoft. Uh, I have a feeling it's it's far too late. And their problem is, I think they view themselves. I mean, they have a great dominance. Let's not forget. I mean, you know, Microsoft's doing. I hear they're doing okay. Um, but, you know, I mean, they they have a great dominance, and I think they're relying on it in desktops and gaming and going. Hey, you know, of course you're going to want, you know, you can connect all your devices together. Oh, yeah, that'll let me connect much easier my, my profiles between, you know, what I'm doing on my desktop at home and what I'm doing on my, you know, phone. But let's be honest, it actually, at this point, because of the way the Internet and my mobile experience has evolved, I'm much more comfortable and, and, and much more benefited from actually having my device connect to things I want to know. <laughs> Where are us? Um, so I think had they been in there earlier, they probably have done okay. Um, you know, by by establishing that I'm connecting me to my home. But now Google's creating an environment where, well, it's just connecting me to my search experience, and I search for something here, and it's the same as there. They may be reliant on Android to remember. All right, and I've done it. I picked up my phone gun, started to say the search thing. Go, oh yeah, I was looking for that yesterday on my you know work PC or something. Right, but I was in Chrome. Doing a search and it picked it up when I got to, you know on, on my phone. So I, I think it's it's a little too little, little too late. Check this out. I I, I, I had breakfast with Cindy Crum this morning. Our yard friend Cindy Crum, the uh, oh, yeah. the you know mobile expert in the industry. She gave, gave a great session this morning. One of the things we talked about. One thing she said to me at breakfast was how Google is now going to be able to attribute a retail purchase that was in one way or another affected by an AdWord click. So say you're researching Blue Widgets, okay? You haven't gone down to the Blue Widget store, but you're checking it out on your phone. You click on the uh, AdWord for Blue Widgets. Google will remember that you clicked on that AdWord for Blue Widgets, that, that your mobile device did that, right? Right. Right. Okay. So, so Keep that thought and put it on put it on the table, okay? Okay. Every time every time your Android device uh, checks for email, new text messages or whatever, every time it pings, it updates itself and it updates its location. So Android knows where you are and Android knows what you've clicked. Mm -hmm. So when you click on an ad for Blue Widgets and you actually go to the Blue Widget store, okay? Mm -hmm. Click the ad for Blue Widgets. The day later, I went to the Blue Widget store, the one that put the ad up. Google knows I'm in that store because Google knows exactly where I am within a meter at any, any given time, right? Yeah. But I'm joining my Android device. That is of such incredible, huge, amazing value for retailers and marketers. I, I, Google is giving you the last touch attribution at a retail outlet. Right? That's incredible. Can Microsoft do that? <laughs> no, because they're not in my pocket. And that's what it brings yeah. down to. Um, so like you said, they're, they're a little bit late to the game, and they have a lot of catching up to do. And Google's innovating like crazy to stay ahead of them. Well, and, and I think Google's going, inter well, not interestingly, the 
completely the right way, and it's fortunate for them what their revenue model is based on. Um, and I think that's their, their big winning point here is that their revenue model is built on exactly what we're talking about right now, their ability to go, hey, here, if I can convert, and they know this, if I can tell this business owner that they came from AdWords originally, nobody knew we were all shooting in the dark, and now I'm going, this person was worth that, are you going to spend more money? Sure you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if I spend more money, now Google has more money to stay farther ahead, right, in, in the battle yes. for my supremacy. <laughs> so, and so it goes, right? And, and so it goes. And so, yeah, I think they're, they're just too far ahead at this point. I think it is great. It's always nice to add a third player in. You know, that's why, you know, I, I won. Kind of hoping as you are, I'm sure that Yahoo kind of goes back into the search game. I view it as like, hey, I'm going to get to watch a car crash again. But, um, you know, it, it, it's always nice to have a little competition there. But uh, I, I think it's sort of a moot point at this point. It'd be like if Rim went, one more go, right? It's like, okay, well, we know how this story ends. But, <laughs> you know, go for it. Um, so I guess we're, we're just we're down to our last couple minutes here. Um, anything else we, we should know? What are... Um, What's what's coming up? When are you back? I am on an airplane. I was, I'm in a I'm in a cab for the long trip to the airport. Um, as soon as the uh, wind down party is complete, that, that's about to start now. Um, I'm back in Toronto, ten thirty or so tonight. I'm back at my desk at eight thirty tomorrow morning. So I'm basically college is over. I'm basically back in Toronto. I'm just not there yet. And there always are some. I'd be remiss not to give you an opportunity. Any um, thanks that you should be passing along to uh, the sponsors or party hosts that, uh, that you've been well, attending? you know what? This year, the one major thanks I want to give, and this is on behalf of all the speakers and the uh, moderators, and, you know, I'll be say uh, of the attendees as well, although a bunch of the attendees have no idea what happened behind the scenes. Nora Ross and her team did a beyond admirable job keeping it together under what happened to be incredibly stressful and confusing circumstances. This was a show, it was a successful conference. Yeah, the attendees appear right here happy with the, the level of the content, and the, uh, by the speakers room. Um, and I got to say, under really difficult and rapidly changing circumstances, Laura Ross and her team kept it together. So my thanks is to Laura Ross. Like, right. I, I can't say that woman. But, but I'm just going to right now because she did such a good job. Got to give a shout out to the internet marketing ninjas, to Jim Blakey and the ninjas. Um, they're doing a lot to support the industry. I think they lot to support this show, and you know, I think uh, we owe them a better gratitude. Well, that's awesome, and I know um, I'll pass my thanks. I know the shows are great. I know you're now running behind to attend what's going to be a, a great closing out party. Um, so, thank you, Jim, for for joining us this week. Uh, and, and keeping the show alive. And uh, big thanks to Brasco for all the work he's done over the last seven days uh, to make sure that the studio was up, running, and, and in great shape. And, and with that, Jimmy joined us live from New York. 
but now we have to go unlive and go to some news. This has been Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined from New York by Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and the fine voice and talents of Brasco from uh, Webmaster Radio. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.